Welcome to Darnley Cyber Cafe, your podcast for cybersecurity, IT, technology, and business news. Episode 8. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this latest podcast of Darnley Cyber Cafe. In today's episode, I'll be talking about the disadvantages of risk with cloud computing. Now, what I want to talk about today is with the advent of cloud computing technologies, really has revolutionized the way that we live and work and play. Being able to use someone else's computer allows us to do a lot more with our computer or smart devices in everyday life. But have you ever wondered about this elusive cloud? Do you fully understand it? How do you visualize it? Now, cloud is a metaphor of the internet. It's it's what connects us to each other. It, at some point in the future, or past, sorry, was called the information superhighway for a reason. There are different types of clouds. Um, there's, and to kind of explain it, sort of like the preface this, is you have private cloud, hybrid cloud, and public clouds. There are different businesses, organizations all, all over the world that use one or two or various different types of cloud-based functionalities with their business. Now, when it comes to cloud technologies, I'm sure there's a few companies you can think of that you're even using today that either hosts your website, your email, your photos, your videos, etc. So at some point in this cycle, you have touched cloud computing. With this metaphor, what I mean is that every day there are, was it 2.5 quintillions, I'll say this again, 2.5 quintillions of data that gets generated a day which that, if my math is correct, is 1.7 megabytes per second that is put on the internet. That's a lot of data, if you want to think about it. 1.7 megabytes a second gets uploaded to the internet. And you calculate how many seconds there are in a minute, how many minutes there are in an hour and how many hours there are in a day. You can see where this is going if you crunch the numbers on the amount of data that gets uploaded to the internet, which is a lot. And with more clouds comes with more hacks and with more availability comes with more threats. It's that sort of thing where you need to give up. I don't like to say give up, but something where you need to understand where if you are making data more available to the masses, uh, it can inadvertently become 
more susceptible for attack or theft. Now, there's many, many, many examples that I can go through of different um, hack situations, data theft, etc. You know, one that comes to most recent memory is with Facebook or our meta now in my last podcast, I talked about the metaverse. But in terms of the data that we're giving companies such as Facebook, Google, and Amazon, you need to understand as trivial as that may be to you on the surface, that becomes relevant data sets for these companies. And this information or data sets are available to anyone. <laughs> it's, it's not just the corporations because they actually sell it and hackers and criminals distribute it freely or for a price in the dark web. I'll give you a few examples of stories of recent breaches that happened in recent memory. The first story I wanted to mention was LinkedIn in 2021 and this year. LinkedIn fell victim to a data scraping breach. So the data was posted to the dark web in June of 2021. The sample data that was acquired had email addresses, geolocations, genders, and also different social details. Now, LinkedIn today even refuses to act shameful or say it was something on their, on their end that was problematic with this breach. Now, why is this important? Why is this particular story important? Well, LinkedIn amongst other social media platforms, it's more focused around business. And a lot more business owners, leaders, um, individuals, companies are now using LinkedIn as a tool, a professional tool, mind you, that's not a Facebook, to be able to communicate certain relevant things to their employees or other individuals, or to essentially have someone work for them. Because now we're in the age of work from home, so a lot of the times these businesses can only communicate through social channels such as LinkedIn. Now, LinkedIn, again, is a professional sort of social media. However, they were able to get their data scraped. So what that means is a lot of your information, if you were on LinkedIn, um, got stolen and uploaded. So they know criminals will, will basically have those data sets about you, where you work, etc., now, this is problematic because let's say you're a CFO of a company or a large organization. Uh, they will collect these data sets for you in, in your past and present and potential future to use against you or the company you work for. So they can use um, impersonation attacks against the organization to be able to give money to you know, threat actors, etc. So every day, every time you upload data or provide these social media channels, the relevant information to, to upload onto these websites, you need to understand that this information can and will be used against you, especially if it got scraped off the professional site LinkedIn. So these are the things we need to consider in terms of disadvantages of cloud technologies. Now, I'm just scraping the surface and mind the pun, I'm scraping the surface here, but this is just kind of illustrates why we need to take more due diligence and vigilance to protecting ourselves while using cloud-based technologies. Now, cloud solutions 
are more prone to attacks. We all know that. That's common knowledge. That's where you can find in any news article this day and age. And over the last few years, the mainstream media has done a great job at illustrating this and making this very clear and abundant that cloud-based solutions are no longer safe. This environment, this effector affects every single person, either on a personal basis or on a professional basis um, when it comes to dealing with the cloud. You need to understand that this is our future. 15 to 20 years ago, even when the internet was still young, a lot of those private clouds existed. A lot of larger enterprise organizations had private clouds. But as the availability of server technologies and storage technologies has dropped significantly, the availability for organizations such as Amazon or Microsoft or Google especially would be able to provide data to its customers at a very cheap price. It's just the availability is unmatched to what you have to do if you want to slap a mini server system even in your own home or your place of business. The cost, the total cost of ownership is astronomical if you take all the things into consideration about maintaining a server infrastructure at home. It's not easy at all, and it costs a lot of money even today. But being able to pay someone else to manage that for the fraction of the cost has become so palatable for for individuals and businesses alike that they are, in essence, just throwing money and throwing data at these organizations where they are clearly mismanaging the the most important thing ever is your data. And they're even using that data that you're providing them to make more money. When companies like Google gets threatened of um, ad revenue um, decreased, decreased, word, decreased from their, um, their other uh, revenues, what happens is they actually bite back. Google has gone on record, and these are documents that have been leaked, that basically say that Google is looking and Google and of to likes of Microsoft and Amazon, mind you, are all looking at ways to make sure they maintain that dominance over making sure that they have the upper upper hand when it comes to the data dominance and so that they can be the de facto companies where other marketing or ad companies can pay them for their service or for being able to give that relevant data to them to market against, you know, consumers alike. Another story I want to mention was it happened again last year, but during the whole um, COVID-19 pandemic is in April of 2020, um, hackers um, hacked Zoom, the video messaging conferencing platform, in April of 2020, and they stole over 500,000 usernames and passwords. The, the hackers who, who've done this um, up, have uploaded the stolen credentials on the dark web. They either uploaded it for free or they sold it for pennies um, to other criminals to acquire that data. Now, this has happened to other web, um, web conferencing organizations as well, but Zoom was the dominant one during this pandemic. So this is where the targeted attacks happened. Everyone was using this platform, this cloud-based platform that essentially the hackers saw, oh, 
this is a great opportunity for us to be able to breach and get all this information, especially when Zoom at the time had laxidermy security protocols. And to an extent, they still do today. And the problem with that is the fact that they did not take security seriously to the point where over 500,000 users got their credentials stolen. Now, okay, it was stolen on Zoom, big whoop, but you need to understand a lot of people, I believe the stat is still over 56% of users still use multiple passwords for each account and only have maybe one, maximum two email addresses that they use. So criminals are not stupid. They understand that majority of the users on the internet still use the same password for multiple accounts. And this is how they're able to break into multiple accounts because you have generally one email address you use for everything and you typically use the same password for most accounts. And they know this and they, they want apps like Zoom to be uh, lax about their security protocols so they can actually steal your information and then be able to upload that and be able to steal more money or other additional data from different websites that you may be uh, visited or use the same password for. So it's, it's just great to be conscientious, conscientious again with your, your, your cyber hygiene because you need to understand that you cannot use the same password. You cannot use the same email and all your things. You got to separate that stuff. You got to be able to say, okay, my banking information or the stuff for my tax agencies or whatever, use an email address that's a bit more secure and that not everyone has it. So in the event that your email does get uploaded to the internet, that cyber criminals won't try to target that. It's just basics of cybersecurity 101 here, people. Another story I want to mention as well, which did affect me in, in some regard in one of my businesses, it's the SolarWinds hack. Now, this this is a big deal. And just so you know, SolarWinds has now has rebranded to enable. And what really uh, irked me or rubbed me the wrong way was just after this event, uh, we got uh, announcements from SolarWinds that they were going to change your names to Enable, uh, a sort of a old uh, platform they used to use before, but they wanted to revolutionize their image. And I don't believe in coincidences. There is a reason why they did this in the terms of the corporate structure to change the name, because this was a very embarrassing event for SolarWinds slash Enable because of the amount of embarrassment they got, especially from U.S. Uh, government agencies that were attacked. So in 2020, a Russian state-sponsored hacker group called APT29, or Cozy Bear to others, Cozy Bear, funny, huh? Uh, they targeted multiple U.S. government agencies and other um other agencies as well, not necessarily government agency, but it could, it's, again, they didn't release all the information, but what, what I have is government agencies and private slash public owned companies were also affected with this, with this uh, breach as well. Um, the flaws that were exploited on SolarWinds or enable Orion IT management software, this impacted over 18,000 reported customers. And then again, Enable refused to release additional data or information of the different clients that were affected. Most of these, the, these stats came in from these businesses and companies that have come forward and said, yes, 
you know, we were affected by this breach from SolarWinds slash enable. And I say the slash enable because I want to keep these companies held accountable that just like what Facebook did recently with their their um, meta name, um, companies like large companies like um, SolarWinds would go and change their names in order to avoid embarrassment or to shake up the structure so that they're not being targeted sort of, I'll say unfairly with people because of the stain from their past. They're trying to rebrand and move forward. But that doesn't that doesn't fool the uh, the aware uh, people who actually understand that these things happen and the corporate rebranding doesn't fool a lot of people, but it happens anyways. So even with, so you need to ask yourself, even with protecting yourselves, um, you know, I'm not saying cloud technologies are horrible and bad and you should go back to the 1990s versions of cloud. No, I'm not saying that. I say in terms of small to medium-sized organizations or individuals, you need to understand that cloud technologies are revolutionary and they are effective ways to store lots of information, especially if you have photos, videos, documents that you don't want to rely on a single point of failure like a server or computer that if it dies for whatever reason or gets hacked or breached that you have multiple backups. So in, in even with relevant cybersecurity security controls on your local uh, IT infrastructure or your cloud IT infrastructure, I, I cannot stress this enough. You need to back up your data. There is no question about that. Business or not, you need to back up your data. Cloud or not, you need to back up your data because we have become entrenched and enriched in this cloud environment that we just take snapshots and videos of our lives and make it upload it to the vendor's cloud. And that's it. We don't think about it. But just like if your house is on fire and all your old actual photos, like the actual printed photos, you know, those are one of the things you're going to grab before you run out of the house, because those are your memories that you can never get back if those were to go up in flames. So the very same thing has to happen when it comes to you storing your data on the cloud or data locally is that you need to have multiple sources of, of backup, especially for the sensitive, important stuff. I cannot stress that enough. On top of making sure you have the right cybersecurity posture while on while using cloud-based um, backup or or, or um, cloud-based solutions, as a company and organization, you must also patch your software. So any updates to a particular software, that what you must do. And another thing that doesn't get talked about a lot is segmented data. There's a lot of data that's important and a lot of data that is not. Some data is just sitting there that can be replaced or get deleted. It's not the end of the world if it does get lost. But there are there is data out there that is important in the, the functionality of the business and company or yourself that if that data gets lost or destroyed or taken hostage, that would interrupt your business significantly. So you need to be able to segment your data through multiple cloud platforms or in the same one so that in the event something happens to that cloud provider or locally that you have multiple fail safes involved so that you won't be up the you know what creek without a paddle because you didn't back up your data appropriately. Multi-factor authentication. We're in a day and age where people have multiple passwords. People use, like I said, over 50% of users reuse the same passwords. 
multi-factor authentication, not two-factor authentication. Let me make that clear. Multi-factor authentication is key in order to add extra layers of defense of your accounts. There are various organizations out there that add extra layers of authentication to either your Active Directory, your login, your profiles, etc. The technology is there and it works. You need to either deploy it in your company infrastructure or use it in your software platforms that support it. This is something we all need to do in 2021, moving into 2022. This should be uh, knowing bueno sort of thing on our security posture for all of our accounts. But most importantly, if you're a business leader or owner, educate your employees on the best practices of cyber resilience and cybersecurity. This is top tier above all else that you need to do in order to educate your employees, in order to educate your top level staff and your top level management of the importance of making sure that you are cyber resilient and you are cyber aware. You do not need to invest billions of dollars necessarily in cybersecurity infrastructure. You need to make sure your employees and everyone else from top to bottom of the organization understands fully well about some of these, let's say, components in your organization and your cloud and IT infrastructure. So this is a synonymous thing that needs to go across the board, figuratively and literally, in order to make sure that your business is hardened from these attacks. So you can you can actually take a few ransomware attacks, for example, and be able to operate after a few hours of being attacked. Also, do not ignore your third parties from supply chain attacks. You need to make sure you're doing your homework. You're making sure you need to ask the vendors. If you're hiring a third-party IT management company, you need to make sure that that their vendors are not being compromised because it kind of affects the whole train. The whole train gets derailed if one of the boxcars jumps the, the jumps the tracks. So you need to understand that, that you need to, as well as a company, can't just say, oh, well, that's not my problem. That's his IT provider's problem. It's nice to not have an internal IT team. Don't get me wrong. It's an extra expense. If a company doesn't need it, then don't have it. But at the same time, you have to understand that IT companies managing one of the most important things in your organization is your data. So that's something you really need to be conscientious of moving forward when these supply chain attacks or these IT attacks continue because hackers do understand if they actually go after the IT companies, the management companies, just like what happened with SolarWinds and Enable, is they knew that they, they were basically going through different attacks. Now, a quick thing about that SolarWinds slash enable attack is there was actually uh, Microsoft was also involved in this attack as well. So it wasn't just against SolarWinds and, and, and enable specifically. It also had to do with Microsoft. A lot of the source codes from Microsoft was actually hacked and released to the public, which made this possible for this SolarWinds attack to take place. So this is why you need to make sure that you're your software, your operating systems are all up to date. Your cybersecurity awareness especially is up to date because this is a very key thing moving forward. And this is not something to, to um, take very lightly. So I'm going to end this podcast now because I've, I've really went on a lot of tangents from, <laughs> from what I initially wanted to talk about because the importance of cloud technologies, it's, I cannot stress that enough. And 
I have personally seen various companies, organizations, businesses, governments, all walks of life become a victim of simplistic attacks, attacks that could be easily avoided. And individuals like myself in the cybersecurity community understand this and we see this. Yes, attacks are getting more sophisticated. Yes, attacks are getting more targeted. But you need to understand when you offer or allow that data availability on these cloud solutions, on these social sites, that you're giving hackers, criminals an advantage, a leg up, as you will, against protecting your company, protecting your organization, and most importantly, importantly, protecting yourself. So please make sure you take the right steps. You take the right cybersecurity steps in order to protect yourself, your family, and most importantly, your business. Thank you so much for listening to this latest podcast of Darnley Cyber Cafe. I'm your host, Darn Lee. Stay safe out there. Make sure you make the right choices when it comes to your cloud platforms.